Riverside boys basketball team will be in action tonight against Audubon looking to avenge a tough late loss to the Wheelers the first time around when they met in Oakland. It was Audubon getting a free throw, an offensive rebound, and a three-pointer in the final seconds to sneak away with the win. Bulldog head coach Nick Crone on the keys this time around. The big thing is staying locked in defensively. Uh, we just we go through moments where we lose our guy or we're not you know, kind of going back and watching film. Um, you know, maybe we double when we shouldn't or we overhelp, and then it leaves guys open, and, you know, it takes only a couple to get going. Same thing with the Ottoman. I think the big thing is staying locked in defensively. Uh, we have to rebound. I mean, we're not we're not a huge team, um, either in strength or height. So we really have to we have to check out well and do a lot of those things while keeping from second-chance opportunities. Five of Riverside's 11 losses have come by less than 10 points. A little bit more consistency could go a long ways. I'm proud of the resilience uh, and really excited if we can get both the defense and offense to match up at the same time uh, for a full game. Grady Jepson's been on a scoring tear as of late over his last four contests. He has point totals of 22, 30, 21, and 32. He's hitting some short shots off the glass. He's hitting some 15 footers, um, you know, and he's, he, you know, it kind of frees people a little bit. And if their hands are down, he's knocking some threes down in their face. So I think he's kind of evolved uh, into some more moves and some more explosiveness. And um, I think he's, his body's feeling pretty good right now. I know he's been battling back from injury. So um, he keeps seeing little bits and bounds and uh, you know, when he gets hundred percent healthy, I'll be real exciting. Late last week, Jepson became the third play in Riverside boys basketball history to reach 1,000 career points. The Atlantic girls basketball team improved to 12 and four on the season with a 49-33 win over Creston at home last night, shaking off a slow start to put away the Panthers. It was just 28-24 after three quarters. In fact, at halftime, Atlantic held a 14 to 12 advantage, but they got things going in the final eight minutes as Maddie Huddleston hit a three-pointer to put her team up 31-24. Creston did have a 5-0 run to get within 31-29, but Atlantic would finish out the game on a 16-4 stretch. Jada Jensen led the team with 19 points. Maddie Huddleston and Aubrey Geyer each scored 12. Elsewhere in girls basketball last night, Boyer Valley beat Audubon 46-37. Sienna Albertson hit three three-pointers for the Wheelers and scored 13 of her 17 points in the second half. Audubon had led 8-2 after one quarter, but were outscored 15-5 in the second. Exira EHK girls beat West Harrison 72-25, led 27-10 after one quarter, 41-14 at halftime, and then outscored the Hawkeyes 18-1 in the third. In boys, Audubon 71, Boyer Valley 60, Wheelers improved to 5-11. Colin Bauer, 14 of 21 from the free throw line, had 24 points. Edward Miller, 18 points, 15 rebounds and two blocks. Carson Bauer, 6 of 9 from the free throw line and scored 16. West Harrison, 78, Exiber EHK, 58. The Hawkeyes led 47-17 at half. They had a 30-8 second quarter that opened the game up. Spartans did chip away a little bit after halftime. Colson Evans finished with 25 points, 13 rebounds, and six blocks. He was five of nine from three-point range. Sage Evans had 17 points, 22 rebounds, seven assists, and three steals, 11 offensive boards for Sage Evans last night. Big step forward towards a Rolling Valley Conference title for West Harrison. Woodbine rode a fast start to a 56-52 win at Tri-Center. Tigers had a 17-9 advantage after one quarter and win the game despite Tri-Center's Michael Turner going for 26 points, 9 rebounds, 
and five assists. Josh Ravlin hit seven three-pointers and scored 24 points to lead Underwood past Ikea Manning, 62-46. to And a game that aired on KS95, Atlantic defeating... Uh, and a game that aired on KS95. It was Creston coming back in the second half from a 10-point deficit to beat Atlantic 75-67. to Leading the way for the Panthers was Kale Turner with 25 points. Atlantic got 29 out of Colton Rasmussen. Carter Pellet scored 15. Regional dual assignments uh, passed along yesterday by the Iowa High School Athletic Association. A couple of immediate coverage area qualifiers for the regional duels, which will be on Tuesday. Nottaway Valley OM makes a field in Class 1A. Atlantic will compete in Class 2A. Top eight teams will move on to the state dual tournament February 4th at Extreme Arena in Coralville. This year, the process was all set up in the Iowa Wrestling Coaches Association rankings. In Class 2A, Atlantic will travel to Sergeant Bluff Luton in the first round. They'll meet up with Boyden Hole Rock Valley. In Class 2A as well, Creston will host, and they will face the winner of either Glenwood or Albia. Winner set is at Humboldt to face Ballard in the first round. Carroll goes to Webster City to match up with Crestwood. In 1A, it's Nottaway Valley OM against West Monona. That's at Logan Magnolia with the Panthers awaiting the winner. Missouri Valley is at Woodbury Central to take on Hinton on January 31st for the regional duels. Audubon girls wrestlers competed yesterday in the Bill Smith Battle of the Bluffs. There were 12 teams there. Audubon was 11th with 16 points. Jordan Mulford and Corey Sebesma each won two matches. Mulford placed third, and Sebesma ended up fourth. And Emily Foran came in fifth. Full rundown of area scores from last night on our sports site. The latest boys basketball rankings from the Iowa High School Athletic Association, which include West Harrison at 6th in 1A and AHSTW at number 7 in 2A. Those full rankings are posted at westerniowatoday.com.